My name is Lexi Meaden, and welcome to Living It Up with Lexi. On today's episode, I will be discussing U.S. involvement in wars. I am going to be identifying the unique causes of wars and the similarities among them. There are eight main causes for war. This includes economic gain, territorial gain, religion, nationalism, revenge, civil war, revolutionary war, and defensive war. Economic gain is when a country wants to take control over another country's wealth. One example of a war that fought for economic gain was the Anglo-Indian Wars. These wars took place in 1766 and ended in 1849. This series of wars was fought between the British East India Company and different Indian states. Territorial gain is when a country wants more land. One example of a war that fought for territorial gain was the Mexican-American War. This war took place in 1846 and ended two years later in 1848. Religion is one of the main causes of war because different religions can cause conflict against each other. Different sects within a religion can also cause conflict against each other. One example of a war that fought for religion is the Crusades. This series of war began in 1095 and lasted almost 200 years later until 1291. Nationalism is also a main cause of war because it has to do with invasion. Nationalism means attempting to prove that your country is higher up or better than another country by violent conquest. Wars are often caused by one country wanting to gain control over another country's wealth. World War I is a good example for nationalism. During World War I, patriotism and loyalty caused countries to get involved with this war. World War I began in 1914 and lasted until... 1918. Revenge has been a part of many European wars. For example, World War II was a war that fought for revenge. World War II started in 1939 and ended in 1945. Revenge and nationalism relate to each other. Civil wars usually happen when there is a disagreement about how a country should be run or people's rights within a country. An example of a civil war is the American Civil War that took place from 1861 to 1865. The Revolutionary War and the Civil War were similar in some ways. One way that they were similar was the leadership of the wars. Both the leaders for the Revolutionary War and the Civil War were dedicated and inspiring to their men. Revolutionary wars can move downward into civil wars. One example of a Revolutionary War would be the American Revolution. The American Revolution established the United States of America. This revolution started in 1975 and ended in 19... No, let me rephrase that. This revolution started in 1775 and ended in 1783. Defensive wars are controversial, and the countries that are fighting in a defensive war will say that they are fighting against an aggressor. In quotations... We are attacking them before they inevitably attack us. Quotations. One example of a defensive war would be the Iraq conflict. The Iraq conflict began in 2003 and is still happening in this world today. I am now going to explain why the United States enters some wars and remains neutral in others. The United States was neutral in 1914 because President Wilson was very against war, and he wanted to establish peace across the globe. 
Wilson laid down the law and made sure the United States did not get involved with alliances with other nations. The United States entered World War I in 1917. President Wilson established peace and kept the United States out of the war until 1917. He had trouble keeping the United States out of World War I because of German aggression. German aggression was rising rapidly, so the United States had to join World War I. The reason that the United States entered the Revolutionary War would be because of the strict rules, the taxing, and the stealing of money from the colonies. The United States fought in the Mexican War to gain land in the 1840s. The United States also got involved in the Vietnam War because they were afraid that communism would spread to South Vietnam and then the rest of Asia. So the United States started sending money, supplies, and military advisors. I am now going to explain the circumstances that will draw the United States into other conflicts. I genuinely think that the United States will not get drugged into another conflict in the future. I think this because the United States is not at a high probability for war. According to TowardsDataScience.com, the United States is in that 0.0 to 0.1 range of having the probability to go to war. I do not think that the United States will get dragged into another conflict, but my predictions could be not right also. Now I'm going to explain some reasons on why the United States could get dragged into another conflict. There are five main reasons why the United States could go to war in the future. The first reason why the United States gets drawn into wars is because they can. The United States military is very powerful with hundreds of planes, smart bombs, and missiles. With the United States military placement and technology, anywhere in the world can be a target, so it is hard to resist the temptation to do something. It appears there's a large red button on the president's desk with people telling me, <laughs> sorry, with people telling him, in quotations, if you push that button, you could stop it. The second reason that draws the United States into conflict is that we have no serious enemies. There are no great powers in the Western Hemisphere with China being the closest superpower. No country in the world can entertain the idea of attacking the United States, because they know that they would be destroying their country as well. The third reason that draws the United States into conflict is that the United States military is currently an all-volunteer force. By having a volunteer military, public opposition to war is much easier to keep under control. The fourth reason that draws the United States into conflict is the fact that the United States foreign policy is programmed in favor of doing something. Washington is dominated by neoconservatives who believe that they never met a war that <laughs> they never met a war that they do not like. And liberal interventionists who are all about using military power to solve their problems. The fifth reason that draws the United States into conflict is that the authority to declare war according to the Constitution gives this power to Congress and not the President. Modern presidents clearly feel that they have the right to order United States forces to attack other countries. Our system of checks and balances does not seem to operate anymore, and America's military power resists America's military power rests in the palm of the President and his advisors having trouble speaking today. Lastly, I will be discussing my viewpoints about the costs and benefits of war. 
During wars, many impeccable lives are lost. It costs countries a lot more money to go to war, in quotations. The approved 2019 Department of Defense discretionary budget was $686.1 billion. It has also been described as $617 billion for the base budget and another $69 billion for war funding. That is a lot of money. Even though there are a lot of costs for war, there are lots of benefits for war as well. There are some people that think war is necessary, but then there are some people that do not think that war is necessary. One example of a necessary war is defending a country against foreign invasion. I believe that there are times where violence can solve conflicts. There are many, many different purposes for war. I agree with some of the purposes of war. An example is the Revolutionary War. People decided that they wanted their freedom not to be ruled by Britain, so they did what was necessary. In the war against terror, I believe that it was necessary to fight back against people that terrorized our nation and killed many innocent people. In conclusion, I believe that certain wars are necessary. We should not start a war, but we should defend ourselves and protect ourselves from bullies, foreign and domestic. Well, that is the end of today's episode of Living It Up with Lexi. Thank you for listening, and I hope to see you next time.